presented by Bet MGM. Got the Penguins up one nothing on the Blackhawks right now. Seventeen twenty-seven to go in the second. Connor Bedard's debut. Saw him getting interviewed. Don't know what he said. Sound wasn't on, but looked looked uh, looked sure like a, looked like a five-year-old. I'm gonna be honest. He has got a baby face. He also had uh, three shots on goal there in the first period. There Closed you go. at three and a half, but there was some juice two and a halfs early on in the day, and that's that's gonna. And hit, that's so. what you got. So that's what we like. And yeah, he'll have another shot on goal at least. That might be the way to go because I was looking at like the assist prop, and that was plus one sixty to score a goal was only like plus one eighty-five. It's his first game. So I just went with the shots on goal. That was a good look tonight. Call me Ryan Pucks from now on. I think I will call you Ryan Thank Pucks. You. Or uh, Ryan Pucks. Or Horvath Coastal Carolina. They're up 17-10 right now. Two and a half point favorites at halftime. Live totals 56 and a half over Appalachian State. Uh, Liberty in Jacksonville. State. Good uh, one. Minus three J- and a half. Liberty at halftime. Tied at J- 10. 10. Tied at 10. J- the boys just... from Middle Tennessee State, though, up 24-9. I did play them. I see that this game has been removed. We are now watching NBA preseason. But I'm fine with this because since we've turned this off, uh, they've taken now a 24 to 9 lead. And they're 11 and a half point favors. And Bet MGM just put it, it right back up. And I just saw Dennis Rodman on the top TV for whatever reason. You so, did. Uh, shout out to him. On the, this one on the left? Yeah, now they're showing like what recent highlights. For, uh, for whatever showing... reason, they just showed Dennis Rodman, mm. the worm, going up for a rebound. What, back in uh, the 90s. what color was his hair? It was like the green and red. Gotcha. Version. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, different every game. It's always important. You they know? used to have, I don't know if like, you guys had this nationally. In Chicago, though, um, I wonder if this was a national thing. Did you guys have the McDonald Collector Cups, the Dennis Rodman? You would fill it up, and his hair would change color? No, I don't think so. No. That's oh, a so Chicago that's thing. That's dope. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And so, like, everybody, like, the line would be just wrapped around every single McDonald's. Yeah, and they that... were the worm cups. And you'd fill it with the Diet Coke, and his hair would turn blue. And then you could, like, take it home. You'd fill it with water. His hair would turn green. They made a lot of money off Dennis Rodman. He was very uh, marketable. Remember every game that he would get kicked out of, he would take his jersey off and just launch it into the crowd, yep. and he got yep. ejected from like sixty games. Lots that of games. Yeah. Lots of games. Yeah, um, it was fun, man. Those were the good old days back when my team was relevant. That's that's that's. What everybody's always like, why don't you like the NBA as much anymore? Well, you know, my team's rolling out Vooch and Demar Derozan and the West Wing of the retirement hall, so. I mean, it's hard to get into. Yeah, listen, yeah. you know what? You had six championships and a great era in the 90s. It's never going to be topped. It's the reason why that team can just be like, you know what? If we're in a playoff hunt at the end of the season, that's all we care about. Yeah, I mean, this is like a nine seed. Maybe yeah. they, Maybe they, like, maybe they win a playing game. Maybe they take the Miami Heat all the way to four quarters and they're up six. If Lonzo Ball, and I know that's a big guess. That's true. If no. he never gets hurt, though. Are they that a top was, three yes. team in the East? Because they were so. the best team they were number one. They were yeah. number one in the mm-hmm. East when he went down with the injury. You have a backcourt of him and Alex Crusoe together, and they both can pass, and they both can defend on the perimeter. Yeah. You have you know DeMar there doing things kind of in the mid-range, operating. like He could either be a, a three, a four. There's a, a lot of places that you could put him on the court. It takes a lot of defensive play, pressure off of Vooch because yeah. you really don't want Vooch trying to play defense. That's for sure, right? So... Uh, you know, Kobe ends up getting like probably more time to develop. Pat Williams, he ends up having some time to develop. So yeah, I think you're probably somewhere near what the Cavaliers were. Maybe the Knicks were somewhere in the like three to five seed if Lonzo Ball never gets hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It's so depressing. Well, I mean, the thing with Lonzo Ball is he was always he never really got enough credit for being the playmaker and the offensive leader that he was. But you watched yeah. when he was no longer in those offenses, whether it was the Lakers or it was the Bulls, they weren't the same. I mean, he was one of the better playmaking 
distributing, get an offense set up, traditional kind of quarterback-like point guard. Yeah. And, in, and in the league, we don't have a lot of those anymore. Well, and I didn't it. know what like DeMar and Zach were going to look like playing together, right? But with Lonzo on the floor, it worked out pretty well, obviously. And he was distributing, you know, and obviously... And, and like the other thing about him, great defender, but also the three-point shot. The shot, much improved. Coming out of UCLA, that jumper looked broke. And then he was like, what, a 37 38% three-point shooter the year that he got injured. It sucks. And then it was uh, heartbreaking to see him at media day, like in full yeah. uniform up at the podium. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? I thought he was shut down for the season. Are we? Is there some hope? But no, no. I just want him to be able to play. I don't even care if it's for the Bulls. Like way too young. I know. Just like with some of these guys, like the Brandon Roy thing. You know what I, I hate mean? it. I hate yeah. when players' careers are ruined by injuries. Somebody that you know has Penny Hardaway. Uh, yeah, Grant but Hill. at least we got some of Penny yeah. Hardaway. Grant Hill in Detroit, at least. Jason you know? Williams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just player after player after player, Sean and it Livingston. just never. I know. We can go down. I mean, think of all these, and that's like a small list. I mean, you'd argue Greg Oden. I don't know Greg what he'd been for like, sure. but Greg Oden would certainly Sam be Bowie. there. Yeah. Sam. I mean, one after the Every other blazer. after the other. Yeah, Adam Morrison. Every I'm only half joking about Adam Morrison. Yeah. Zach Collins. Yeah, there Zach you go. <laughs> he is Zach. <laughs> All right, we're a couple days away from Thursday night football. Let's take a look at where some of the line movement has been heading into week six of the NFL season. Is he gone? For how long? How does this affect sides? <laughs> Totals? Props? It's time it's for time. another installment of Market Movers. I love that. It's just so much. It looks, if you watch the stream, I mean, it just looks like a soap opera open. And I see that because they always have the soap operas on one of the channels at my gym. And I yeah. never watched this. I literally never watched the soap opera in my life. Really? Let me, I, let me tell you something. No Watching novellas? No just, telenovelas? None of them. Never watched anything. But I've seen. Yeah, I'm like, either. When you look. Yeah, I can tell you got excited because you clearly have been a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably was into somebody named Sophia. Watching their faces when there's no sound just shows how dramatic these shows are. Listen to that music. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. I used to, when I would get sick, Coming so I would, I would watch Stump the Schwab on ESPN Classic, of course, oh, right? I remember that show, yeah. But I would like to sometimes fake sick, and me and my grandma, we would watch all the soaps together. <laughs> Days of Our Lives, General Hospital was one of my favorites. The Young and the Restless. I mean, the storylines were so ridiculous. You're like, this is not there possible. There was, like, people coming back from the dead. Like, there was one guy that was just always, and I always, like, cheered for the criminals, which scared my family a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> scare me too, Ryan. It yeah. scare me too. My favorite part yeah. about that that intro video is the Benjamin Franklin giving you the side eye. You know, yeah. like you see it pop up, and he's like, "What's up? Lines ben, are moving." Ben Franklin has his own uh, his own little movement going on. There's own little drama. All right, yeah, uh, there, there's been. Listen, I mean, we certainly have seen so, we, we've seen a lot of injuries over just to happen this past weekend. A lot of players that are going to be out for for multiple weeks now. A couple running backs. I mean, A. Chan and and, and Connor's going to be out, and now, uh, Justin Jefferson. That's one of the big ones right here. Minnesota is a two and a half point favorite on the road at Chicago. I mean, this really hasn't had a lot. And I mean, it opened at minus three. And now it's sitting there at minus two and a half. I feel like Justin Jefferson of that offense is worth a lot more. The bigger thing for me here, though, without Justin Jefferson, I know you got Jordan Addison. He's going to get a lot of targets. Ton. Yeah, ton. Yeah, but like, doesn't this feel like a Bears cover at least at yeah. home after the way they've played offensively the last two weeks against a horrible Vikings defense? Yeah, we talked about this last night. I really like Chicago at home as a as a dog. At, at, and it was like last night at three when we talked about jumping yeah. on it. So I think this closes as a, as a pick. Now that mm-hmm. J.J. is on the IR for four weeks, I think it's starting to settle in. Like, what is going to be your number one option? When we start hearing people talk about and throw around names uh, like 
KJ Osborne, no shade to him. Yeah. But he's he'll get not some a, targets, though. He's yeah. not a number two. Uh, I think this that was all that the Vikings really had going for them was this potent offense. And let's be real, Alexander Madison's not good. No, no. Like the rushing offense, still terrible. It was terrible last season with Delvin Cook, right? And I know Delvin Cook is kind of a shell of himself right now, but he was a much better option. The offensive line, I think, is the real issue for Minnesota. Not getting much push in the run but game. But not one tackle broken by any running by back any running for back. the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. So doing nothing after initial contact doesn't help. And then now you're without the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, the defense is the real issue for Minnesota. And that's why, yeah, I, I know people that, like, middled, like, grabbed uh, Minnesota at three and a half. I'm sorry, Chicago at three and a half. Now mm-hmm. they're going to play Minnesota at two and a half. I wouldn't do that. Oof. I think the Bears win this game outright. Yeah. Uh, I took the three. I would even take the two and a half because we're seeing the offense start to, start to finally click for Chicago. Like Justin Fields, the numbers the last three weeks, even in that loss against Denver, he was hitting them with the explosive plays. I know that that's Denver's defense, which is outside the top 20 right now, dead last in the league. But still, I mean, look what DJ Moore's been doing after the catch. Three straight 100-yard performances. Now you're going against that Minnesota secondary that's given up a ton of explosive plays. Um, It sucks that they lose Khalil Herbert. They lose a little bit in the run game. But I think Justin Fields is going to have another big game. He's motivated right now. Matt Eberflus is coaching for his job. I don't think Chicago's a good team. But I think Minnesota without Justin Jefferson's a worse team. And I Mm -hmm. think that they might blow that whole thing up, man especially another loss here to a bad Chicago team. Maybe Kirk Cousins does end up getting moved. I just don't know where now that Desmond Ritter looks good at home. And uh, they exactly they, game. They're clearly committed to Desmond Ritter in they Atlanta. Yeah. And that game, look, that certainly saved his season and saved his chances. But they've been looking, obviously, for every excuse for Desmond Ritter to play that way so they could keep him at quarterback. So they obviously see something there. It's just trying to figure out where Cousins would actually go. You can get the Bears... Bears money line plus one twenty at BetMGM. That was about. That hasn't really moved that much. I mean, it was open at plus one twenty two. You can find it a plus one twenty four somewhere. But you're looking at basically the same price across the board there. But yeah, yeah, the Bears are in that moment right now where you're seeing them riding that type of momentum while Minnesota's looking around, going, "We already suck." Oh, and now we also lost Justin Jefferson. Oh no, we suck again. That's, and that's pretty much where they are. And like the young guys on that team. Even like Jordan Addison, I don't know that Justin Jefferson, in fact, let me take that back. Justin Jefferson doesn't want to be there. I don't think he's going to sign an extension. I I don't think he gets along very well with Kirk Cousins. I mean, they're probably like, you know, the relationship's probably fine. I don't think they hate each other. But remember when he had to give his like top 10 quarterbacks and they didn't even have Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. on the list? He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just forgot. And you see it like you've seen it multiple times this season. He's been frustrated because he's putting up big numbers, 150 receiving yards every single week. But he's every game, they're losing games, and he's on the sidelines sitting by himself on the bench. He's pissed off right now. I don't think he wants to be in Minnesota. So, yeah. He may get shut down for the rest of the year. I can see that getting ugly. And it's crazy because Kevin O'Connell steps in last year, and I thought he could have been coach of the year. They won 13 Mm -hmm. games. But, again, they won a bunch of one-score games. I actually think Minnesota was better two years ago when they missed the playoffs, when they lost those one-score games. So, yeah, it'd be Chicago or pass. But now that, now at two and a half, I feel like that's kind of a dead number. I'd want to right. go back to three, three right. and a half. If right. you're sure. betting the Bears, you want the full field goal. Absolutely. Even at home. I don't even... You think we'd get back to that? I don't know if we will. I don't think so. No, I, don't I think, think it closes either. at a pit. Yeah. I think it just goes yeah. down and falls like a rock. You yeah. gotta just sit there and wait. Maybe you'll get lucky and all of a sudden it pops up, but I don't think there's... Yeah. That just doesn't have the feel of something that's going to change with that at all. I mean, the biggest one, obviously, this week is the uh, Dolphins minus 13 and a half here. I... The Panthers are bad, guys. Does anybody want to grab? Let's say we get to fourteen and a half. Would no. anybody Panthers, play Carolina? No. I wouldn't no. either. No. Did you There's see just... Frank? What Frank Reich had to say about ownership and getting involved and after the game? Yeah, like oh, uh, 
I mean, it already sounds like it's it's a almost mess. like he caught himself where he's just like, there's some owners that want to get involved. I'm paraphrasing it. But he's like, you know, there's some owners that want to get involved more than others. And you know, here we have it. It's been short time, but it's been a oh, good experience so far. Well, but it just sounds like he didn't want to draft is, Bryce right? Young. Yeah, no, they yeah. didn't. I mean, there was there was some clips that have resurfaced today that went viral. Uh, quarterback coach uh, Josh McCown came up to C.J. Stroud and was like, listen, we're going to have to hoop it up when you're in Carolina. Yeah. And and everybody wanted to take C.J. and, and, and then the owner stepped involved and kind of did what Michael Jordan did when he used to run the Charlotte mm-hmm. Hornets. It was so dumb, the C.J. stuff. It was kind of like the year before with the Aiden Hutchinson stuff. Yeah. You know, like he was the clear number one pick. But it's like, well, but this guy's ceiling. We did it with Tyree this year. You know, yeah. it's like, well, this guy's ceiling is so high. And Will Anderson, rightfully so, ended up being the number two overall pick, though they didn't go with Tyree Wilson. But I just felt like the smart pick was always C.J. Stroud. He's 6'3". He can make every single throw. We saw him do it. And the knock was, well, he plays in the Ohio State offense. Everything's out of shotgun. It's, you know, these five stars that he's throwing the ball to. But so far, so good. Um, Like, let's be honest, like, Houston probably should have won that game. Yeah. Their defense let him down. It wasn't C.J. Stroud. He had that touchdown drive right uh, with, what, like a minute and a half on the clock. So um, he's Big been balls. good. Bryce hasn't been very good. But you can't blame it all on Bryce because he's got a poor offensive line. Doesn't he does, have weapons. He just looks so small out there, though. He does. He really does look so small out there. And with these small quarterbacks, like you even saw that on the college level with Sam Hartman against Louisville. They had these big 6'3", 6'4", defensive ends putting their hands up, and he was, like, stepping up in the pocket, and he just looked so little. That's what Bryce yeah, looks go, like. Yeah, like, 10-step drop. But this is in the NFL, so that's no. what's... Like, he needs a bunch of really good skill position, speedy guys, and right now, like, Miles Sanders and Adam Thielen aren't cutting it. And Miles Sanders can't fumble the football either. That's not helping. You and know, I know that's probably not what you are going to get, but, like, a Justin Jefferson would make this a much better team. Oh, yeah. Just he's down there somewhere, throw it up kind of yeah. guy. I want him to get moved you know? so bad. I mean, I'm a Viking hater. I want to see Justin Jefferson in a real offense with a yes. real I shouldn't say that because the Vikings had a real offense. The problem was their defense. But I would love to see him in like Kansas City. Baltimore. Kansas City. Kansas Baltimore City. Would yeah. be amazing. Baltimore with Lamar. You know, because like that's the Lamar's only... turned the ball over so much right now, though. Really quick, that's going, the only thing. New Even though it was two hours know, ago, the I power know. rankings. One thing I wanted to say really quick on the Ravens, but it slipped my brain, is I'm fine with the offense. It's not even the injuries. Way too many drops from these wide receivers yes. again. Yeah, I mean they just continue to let Lamar Jackson down. Zay Flowers was actually a liability uh, this past weekend. A couple of drops, but also there were some there were some throws that just weren't uh, were off target. On top of that, like everything that went to Zay Flowers, I say this because I was kind of in on some Zay Flowers props. Uh, but it Same. just but there's a lot there's a lot of talent there, but it just doesn't seem like it's totally clicking. But you're right, like it is a new offense. There is, there does have something to do with it. Lamar Jackson's got to stop turning the ball over. Plus, dude, that's a problem. Plus, you look at just the receivers that he has, right? And and the guys who are catching passes all together. So you have Mark Andrews who's coming off of an injury. He didn't even play the first game. All last year he was dinged up, right? Mm-hmm. OBJ's always OBJ hurt. always hurt yes. coming off of a catastrophic injury in the Super Bowl. So he's not fully healthy. You've got uh, Zay Flowers who's a rookie. You've got Rashad Bateman coming off of an injury as well. Like, who is the go-to guy? I think it's Zay Flowers, right? And yeah, if that's the case... He's only down the field threat right now. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah, it is. You know, if we're looking at the Giants plus 14 against the Bills, are we assuming that Daniel Jones isn't playing, or is that with Daniel Jones? I think it is that's, with Daniel Jones. God. He may not play. I don't want to bet them regardless. I uh, well, no thanks. No. Bet MGM tonight.